Hello, and welcome to the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. I'm Laurel Deppin. And I'm Rebecca Alvey. Today's top stories include debate over Confederate marker, dead space on campus, fake reports of abductions, and our best of the hill. Members of SGA are authoring a resolution which would ask the university to remove a Confederate marker located on campus. The marker recognizes Bowling Green as the Confederate state capital during the Civil War. The resolution states that the marker stands as a reminder of the racially intolerant past of Bowling Green and WKU and must be taken down to show its commitment to inclusivity. The marker was initially taken down during construction of Hilltopper Hall to prevent possible damage. The College Heights Foundation will be moving into a new building space, which sparked controversy among the Board of Regents over dead space on campus. The foundation is moving into a home previously owned by John and Susan Mitten. The Mittens gifted part of the cost of the house. In the Board of Regents committee meeting, one regent brought into question if they could relocate to an already existing space. The regent called attention to the dead space in the Alumni Building and the Honors College International Center. As a response, President Timothy Caboni said WKU would look at how to be more effective with building use. Something that a lot of people on Western's campus and in Bowling Green specifically have been talking about numerous incidents about abductions and abductions and human trafficking in Bowling Green. Now, we're here to tell you that that is fake news. Um, <laughs> Rebecca, why don't you lay, lay out the situation for us and what's, what's really going on? Yeah, so I know I received multiple messages from different group chats saying there was a guy in O'Charlie's who was waiting outside, or there were other guys waiting outside in cars, and he was talking about abducting and um. Yeah, abducting these two girls inside the restaurant. And in this group message, there is a photo of the guy and a pretty detailed um, uh, message, so kind of assumed it was real. Um, so I, uh, later, um, as my reporters started looking into this, um, we found out that report was completely fake. Um, the BGPD actually brought the guy in, investigated him, and found out that he was not associated with any criminal activity whatsoever, um, which was pretty shocking to me, um, as I'm sure it is to other people. Um, there were also some other messages going around or reports going around of a, of a similar incident happening, happening at an Aldi, um, and then there's been several reports of things happening on campus of girls walking between um, campus buildings and guys or people trying to um, take them or abduct them. Um, And when I talked to um, the WKUPD, they actually said that they had received no reports of such incidents happening. Um, BGPD found out there was no criminal activity happening in the Aldi, like some people were told. And these messages were really shared, like I said, like in group messages, but also on Twitter, Facebook. Um, When the BGPD posted that these reports were false, it just going through the comment section, it really surprised a lot of people and um, sparked some debate. How are people responding to this? Um, A lot of people, a lot of students that I talked to were really surprised. Um, They'd seen the messages. Everyone I spoke to did. Um... 
And when I told them it was fake, everyone was kind of shocked and not sure why someone would go to the effort of making up an entire fake incident like that. Um, yeah, that is pretty crazy and unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> pretty wild. Um, but is there any truth at all to this? Like Bowling Green is located right off I-65, which um, some would say would be like a prime area for human mm-hmm. trafficking. So should people still be vigilant, even though these reports are fake? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the the state attorney general, um, he's talked about human trafficking and how Kentucky, due to its location um, by interstates, is really susceptible to human trafficking. Um, and it's definitely an issue, um, definitely an issue for students. Um, and then um, WKUPD uh, public informant officer, Tim Gray, he talked to me about how it's still important for girls specifically to be aware of some of the dangers when maybe talking to like a stranger online or going to like spring break or just in general, like there is a there is a need to be safe and cautious. Um, it just so happens that in these cases, nothing was going on, um, which I think could point to some people's concerns of those things happening on campus. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your reporting. Thank yeah. you for laying it down for us. Inside this week's issue of the Herald was the um, best of the hill. Oh, yeah. My favorite time of year. Best. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some like, I think that there's some cool and unique categories this year absolutely I had no idea that there were so many common places to break up with people I know what is what is the top according (laughs) according to our readers the top three breakup spots are the bottom of the colonnade so they can't push you down the steps smart thinking ahead Craven's library so they can't yell at you Mm -hmm. also smart the bus so you can get off at the next stop Ooh, just do like a tuck and roll. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. We recommend that. Oh, my goodness. I I guess I should just avoid those places just in case something's happening. Oh, for sure. There was also one that, that was like best tourist. Best place to take a tourist. Oh, yeah. Would for you sure. agree? Yeah. I mean, what, what do you do when you bring in? When I bring in out of the town, family, friends, yeah. Well, usually when I bring in the family or friends, mm-hmm. I we always go to White Squirrel, which oh, coincidentally was ranked Same. the third best burger joint. So, do I, I mean, disagree with our readers? Maybe, but they tell me I can't have an opinion because I'm a journalist. Ouch. <laughs> okay, there's a a best place to escape. And the number one, take a guess on Wait, what number one. Wait, places to escape, what does that mean? Like, you know, you're oh, stressed I need, out. I need to you get need out to, of Bowling Green. Yeah, or like just get out. I don't know. Oh, tell me. What would you th- What would you guess? Um, Probably a close by neighboring city. <laughs> it's Target. <laughs> oh, so the same thing. A I close love that. <laughs> neighboring city. That's pretty funny. Second is Humane Society, which... Oh, oh, that is fun. 10 out of 10. Love dogs and cats. Um, okay, and then there's best place to cry on campus. What uh, are the top three places to cry? So the top three places are the ninth floor of Cravens, which, fun fact, I didn't know there were nine floors. <laughs> so <laughs> um, tunnel under Van Meter. Mm, also didn't know that really existed. Good one. That's okay. a good place, yeah. And I haven't then, cried there, but 
now I know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you will. Who knows? And then the basement of Cherry Hall. Oh, it is kind of a gloomy, gloomy mm-hmm. place to be. See, my only issue is those, those are like top of the hill places. Ah, what if I'm on the bottom of the hill? And I'm like, I just need a really great cry. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Wow. Walk up? <laughs> All right, on my way. And then you start crying on your walk up. <laughs> uh, just ruins the whole thing. This has been the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. Until next time, have a great week.